Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria. Select the icon, tap and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Ocrest. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. destiny let someone invest in me like content or love cause I wanna blow SS3 I've been blessed with the melody Lord that was many years ago I don't they pray Baba I don't they tire, Lord, when only heaven knows So give me one hit song, Lord, let me blow like Olamide Give me one hit song, Lord, pick me up like Adekule goes Lord, I want to blow like see me or small doctor I hope you see me, so give me one Lord, let me blow like on Lamy Day. See, all the people where they envy me right now for me sharing, oh Lord, oh Lord, where you did. Oh, that boy, oh, that boy, they be calling me. Cause I believe in Dory. I don't they pray, Papa. I don't they tire. Lord, please. What you think from me, coming? Oh, you give me one hit song, Lord. Let me blow like two, Baba. Give me one hit song, Lord. Give my uncle be me Lord, I want to blow like Wheezy, David, oh, I hope you feel me, so give me one hit song, Lord, let me blow like on Lamy Day. Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota. Good morning to you, wherever you are listening to us from. Uh, today, Wednesday, the 29th of September, 2021. It's three minutes, gun part, 7 a.m. 
uh, this Wednesday morning. Kobam Asuko with a song One Heat. Kickstarting things uh, this uh, morning as we get out of our place of work, our place of business. Uh, we're all no musicians, so we are. You know, uh, we have different businesses, different endeavors, but we're all looking for that one heat. So I hope you'll find it today, whatever it is you do. Wale Bakar is my name. Good morning to you. Great to know you're there joining us this morning. Omoyemi Adeso is in the studio this morning. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning to you, Wale. Good morning to you, Alice. Nice. So good to be here this beautiful Wednesday morning. Today, the 29th of September, commemorates a couple of things across uh, parts of the world, quite a number of them. Uh, it is the World Hat Day, uh, celebrated across the world on this day, the 29th. The World Hat Federation, uh, that's an NGO based in Geneva, Switzerland, formed in 1972. Uh, they've championed the celebration of the World Hat Day uh, for so many years. Because uh, the day set aside to talk about issues relating to the art functions, uh, you know, diseases, prevention, creating awareness and all of that. There are quite a number of other things being celebrated today. We should very best. Uh, if you're celebrating anything, we're with you. Good morning to you. Time to take a look at the headlines. Freshly pressed uh, this uh, Monday morning, uh, this Wednesday rather, <laughs> on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta. Thank you for joining us this Wednesday's Freshly Pressed on Fresh 107.9 FM. Abelkuta Ali Bakar is my name. Great to know uh, you're there this uh, morning as we take a look at the headlines uh, together. Quite a number of them uh, to look out for this uh, morning. The Punch, The Guardian, The Nigerian Tribune, uh, The Pempushing Newspapers, The Premium Times. Those are some of the options available to us this morning. Quite a number of others uh, to look out for. Uh, very swiftly, we'll get to the headlines. The Punch says, Federal Government releases fresh debtors list November. 77 oil firms owe 2.66 trillion naira. That's on the punch. There's also northern governors under fire over silence as Kaduna death toll eats 51. It is an insult comparing me to Oshpopi, says Jilled in Victor Zobi. That's there on the punch this morning. Restructuring only solution must be done before 2023. Afeni Ferry insists. Address our demands before it is late. Joesu tells federal government. That's there on the punch as well. Let Supreme Court decide on VAT. Lagos tells Northern Governors, another there uh, on the punch, NMA, NAD, meet in Gige, move to resolve issues. Lottery Commission sanctions two, director, two directors as staff union shut down office in protest. That's there on the punch as well. Federal government bans 2,000 from traveling for evading COVID-19 tests. There's also hoodlums raid Abia community Destroy houses. That's there on the punch uh, this uh, morning to look out for. There are a lot more on uh, some of the other dailies uh, this morning. The pen pushing newspapers 
says Nigerian government approves 159 new radio television stations. Ogun State government affirms determination to foster economic growth. Uh, there's also Nigerian government suspend passport of 2,000 travelers for fi- flouting coronavirus protocols. Shiites procession. Eight allegedly killed, 57 arrested in Abuja. Uh, that is there uh, on the Pempushi newspapers as well uh, this uh, morning to look out for the premium times. Uh, they've also got the report as regards uh, the uh, ban on 2,000 individuals uh, because of the fact that they evaded uh, COVID protocols. Uh, is there on the premium times, but there is also 14 years after 8 billion naira Damawa Road remains uncompleted. Hoodlums attack police officers, snatch gun there on the premium times as well. Uh, there is also as Nigeria expands borrowing, 77 oil companies owe government 2.6 trillion naira, 8 allegedly killed, 57 arrested. A Shiite's old procession in Abuja. There's also bandits kill several people in Sokoto uh, residents. That's there uh, to look out for uh, this um, morning as well. The Premium Times. They've also got the, they've also got this one. It says Nigerian governor governing state from London uh, is on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. Uh, you'd have to take a peep to find out what governor. Well, maybe you don't have to. It's down the premium times this morning. On the Nigerian Tribune, F workers to begin indefinite strike September 30. Federal government begins major police reforms, set annual recruitment targets. Also on the Tribune this morning, Senate to investigate alleged fake COVID-19 test results, vaccination cards. Three die as tankers go up in flames in rivers. That is also on the Tribune this morning. Review of revenue allocation after 30 years should be just fair. House of Rest Speaker Gwajabia Miller says, Babai Jeshadi felt minor. Child forensic expert tells court that is also on the Tribune this morning. And on The Guardian, 77 oil firms owe Nigeria $6.48 billion amid continuous borrowing. Stakeholders insist INEC embraces Kajina Council election template. Also on The Guardian, World at Day experts won on spike in at disease cases, death. Eight killed as Shahid clash with security operatives. AKT police parade 18 year old for defiling minor other. That is also on The Guardian this morning. Well, the a uh, lot of the dailies, uh, they've got the headlines uh, there to look out for. We're live on Facebook this morning, facebook.com forward slash Live. Uh, that's where you join us. Mr. Samson Akindele is with us this morning. We'll be uh, doing justice to the headlines together. Good morning, sir. Great to have you join us. Good morning. Uh, great to be here again. Okay, so we'll get to them uh, in a minute, but that'll be after this break. Please don't go anywhere. Here is a list of excuses that will no longer be accepted. Give me your hotspot. I want my data, but this one too much. Please, could you put your Wi-Fi on? I'm out of data and the recharge card seller has closed. Oh, I would have recharged though, but I can't find my wallet. Please, I've got cramps and I can't get up. Can you share your hotspots? Oh, no. Don't know where my internet token is and I need to quickly buy data. Please, could you share your hotspot till I find it? Hey, Jumbo. I will buy data, but that recharge castle I need to ever get changed. How good you are? 
Now there's really no excuse to ever be out of data with Glow Borrow Me Data. Dial star 321 hash to borrow data now and pay later. I beg, I share your hotspot. This rain bahad. Make thunder no go fireman. <laughs> the largest data network, Glow, Grandmasters of Data. Download the Fresh FM app on your Android phone, tablet to listen to Fresh FM anywhere in the world. To download, go to Google Play Store and App Store. Search for Fresh FM Nigeria, select the icon, tap, and install for free. Follow the on-screen instructions, complete the installation, and get our content anywhere under the sun in real time. The Fresh FM radio app is all in one. You can listen live, watch us live, see our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram posts, and news updates. The Fresh FM Nigeria mobile app can be downloaded on Android and iOS. As you use the Fresh FM app, review and rate our app. We're available 24-7 for more updates. Thank you for choosing Fresh as the best with Oakland. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed and fresh 107.9 FM at uh, Great to know you're there. Uh, time to uh, take a peep into some of the stories that we've uh, mentioned earlier. We will uh, just appreciate if you join us live uh, on Facebook. Uh, feel free to share the videos and uh, just, uh, drop your contributions this uh, morning. Uh, well, uh, the let's start from right here in Oregon State. There's been this um, raging discussions about the uh, whereabouts of the state governor. Well, his whereabouts are known, uh, but uh, the fact that uh, the deputy, as well as the speaker, are not around, uh, that has generated some uh, reactions. And there's been some uh, reactions uh, also from government as far as uh, that is concerned. The Premium Times uh, says Nigerian governor governing state from London. Uh, the according to them, Governor Dakwabedo has been running the affairs of Ogun State uh, from far away London. A move lawyers describe as unconstitutional because the governor did not transfer power before leaving the country. Uh, both the governor, his deputy, Noemo Salakoyedele, and Speaker of the House, Olakoli Oloma, have been out of the country for over a week. While the governor and his deputy are in the UK, Mr. Oloma traveled to the USA. Sources at the Assembly hinted that the Speaker had gone to the US to attend the 76th session of the United Nations General Assembly in New York on behalf of the speakers of House of Assemblies in the Southwest region. The purpose for the governor and his deputy's absence is, however, yet unknown. Uh, the Commissioner for Information, Waido Dushile, told Premium Times that Mr. Abiodun traveled for an official assignment and not on health grounds, has been speculated in some quarters. The governor is ill and hurty, he said. When asked about the deputy governor's whereabouts, he said he could not ascertain the reason for our traveling. Mr. Adishile said the governor is running the state from where he is, adding that he had designated people to handle various tasks. If the governor says, SSG, do this for me, deputy, do this for me, commissioner, do this for me, it is still the governor that is still working. 
Uh, the governor is running the government from where he is. You know when he sends you something, you report back to him. Even if the governor and his deputy are here, can they do it alone? Definitely they will designate people and people have been designated already. When the governor designates you to do something, you report back to him, he says. Well, um, uh, former second vice president of the NBA, Monday Obani, uh, he disagreed when he started to Chile that the governor can rule from anywhere. He said it is inappropriate for a governor to leave a state without transmitting power through a letter to, to the House of Assembly. I don't know what the governor has gone to do, but if he had gone for whatever leave, the law says he must uh, transmute power and it can't be ruling from anywhere. That is what the law says. In a situation where the governor is deputy and the House Speaker are out of the country at the same time, Mr. Albani described it as a problem. It says these are the major people in the affairs of governance. If the three of them are not around, then it is a planned work. <laughs> the man does not want to transmit power. He knows what he is doing. First, as a constitutional lawyer and human rights activist, described the governor's trip without transmitting power as unconstitutional. Uh, the lawyer who threatened legal action against the government quoted section 190, subsection 1 of the 1999 constitution, noting that such trip is, is grossly illegal, shameful, and unconstitutional. He says, Section 190, sub 1 of the 99 Constitution as amended, uh, clearly provides that whenever a governor is embarking on a vacation, he shall transmit a written declaration to the Speaker of the House of Assembly, and the Deputy Governor shall take over the control of government affairs, affairs as acting governor. Given that the Constitution makes it mandatory condition, precedent before embarking on the vacation, regardless of the name it is called, the governor's failure, refusal, and or neglect to abide by the sacred constitutional provisions is a rude abuse and gross misconduct. Well, the rest of it is there on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the um, Commissioner for Information has been having a lot to say as regards questions that have been put to him because of this issue. In fact, uh, yesterday I saw uh, a piece uh, by an online uh, medium, uh, The Encounter, uh, encounter.com.ng that was where I saw that where they said Ogo Information Commissioner blasts journalists for seeking clarification over Governor Abiodun deputy's absence I took a peep into it and you know he said that he's been reading a lot of nonsense that I've been put together uh, based on the governor's absence saying some there are a lot of conjectures out there saying um, there's the, some have alleged that there's some fight going on uh, that the governor didn't transmit power to the deputy then the deputy opted up and took off too because uh, she didn't um, get the responsibility to run the affairs of the state and then he says uh, or he said can we use our brains for once can we <laughs> well that, that's according to the encounter uh, that's according that's what they say he told them apparently but um, I'm, I'm sure the I'm sure Mr. Adichili understands some of these they, they, they questions said, that are coming they said he told them they were brainless yes I, I got that part that's as well what but I'm sure you understand some of these questions that are coming. In a state where there are already arguments about the effectiveness of the government, in a state where there are arguments about uh, the government lacking innovative ideas in its dealings, in a state where the Water Corporation pumps water for residents once every two or three weeks or whatever, uh, in a state where there are a lot of complaints about so many things, you'd understand that the absence of the governor, the deputy, and the speaker at the same time would elicit reactions of this nature. Well, um, it, it will elicit reactions. It now depends on where you belong. I think the commissioner, Elijah Dushile, belongs to the governor and his camp. You know, so don't blame him. Don't begrudge him if he's going to defend, you know, this, this uh, decision of the governor or what is going on presently. 
he will fight to defend it. Um, when President Mamadou Buhari was out of this country some time ago, uh, the, the communication team also they fought tooth and nail. They abused those that needed to be abused. You know, they threw jabs at people that didn't agree with them. They, they gave us reasons why it's no big deal. Even when the president came and said, look, I've never been this sick. They kept telling us the president was fine. Now, for Governor Dapabiodun, it's not about illness. I don't think any media uh, outfit has reported that uh, maybe he's on a medical vacation or something. You know, he has traveled. We don't know the reason. And um, even the commissioner didn't tell us the reason. You know, he, which which would have made it a lot better. Yes. You're just saying what you're saying is nonsense. This is the yes. real situation. This is the sense. Mm-hmm. You know, he also not making sense in that by just telling us this is why he traveled. If he's just to see Ashiwaji, for instance, which had been done a week ago, I think it's about a week now that we saw the picture, and um, he's not back. Then the, the Ogun State people should ask, where is our governor? You know, if if he's ill, he's, he's human. It's, it can it can get his own... Uh, so if he's tired and he requires some rest. Some rest. Mm. It's fine. It's not a, it's not a machine. Mm. Even machines, you still have to put some lubrication there just to make sure they work fine. You know, so I, I think um, it's just normal for spokespersons to speak like this. But when you begin to... I hope he did not use that word brainless, you know, to those journalists. I hope so. Because... Uh, as, as, as a unionist, I still take him as a unionist because he was a, this is a former president of the NUJ. You know, I don't think he will say that kind of thing. But if that's what he said, it's really unfortunate. He's one of the elders of this union in this country. And if that such statement really came out of his mouth, then um, I, I, let me just rest my case there because... Uh, um, he's an elder, like I said. I want to mind how I speak. I speak about an elder, but for for me, uh, the commissioner should explain to the people of Ogun State. Um, we know where the governor is, or maybe they've told us where he is. We, he was with Ashiwaju, you know, and we saw pictures. That was in UK. Is he still there? Why is he still there? Why did he travel out? you know, up to this point that is not here. I don't think that's too much a question, you know, for people to ask. When uh, Yadua was, the late Yadua, God bless his soul, was, was, was uh, away. The same questions were asked. We had the same questions about Buhari. Why would people not be allowed to ask such questions and get answers? The three, you know, first citizens, one, two, three, are not in the state. It's only the speaker that they've told us that or we got information that he went for, he the, went uh, you, you for something in the U.S. To, to represent, uh, you know, other speakers. So, where is the governor, or what is he doing? Is it for? Is he meeting some investors? You know, they also have that kind of arrangement. All the governors, they say they they are going to China, they are going to Brazil to meet investors. Let us know if the, if he's there for that. That is for progress. But for you to just rubbish what people are saying, well. Don't let us rubbish what he has said. But we can just put it simply that somebody is still not telling us everything. We need to know.
Well, is um, there uh, this morning on uh, the Premium Times, a couple of the dailies, uh, they have it. Uh, the commissioner, uh, his words were that because the uh, says that the deputy governor left the country because the governor handed over to the SSG is not true. You people should not insinuate what is not there. I've been seeing the stupid things other people are writing. As journalists, can't we even reason or just use our brains for once? Just look at it. People will just sit down somewhere, put rubbish together and call it stories. Is that journalism? I've been doing this job for the past 40 years. I've never seen the type of reportage in my life. Mm. People just cook up stories for whatever reasons and they believe they are doing journalism. The report is not true, please. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm just thinking, you know, since yesterday I, I thought about it that maybe if uh, Alaji Odushile is on the other side, like he has always been in the Sun newspaper, mm. maybe he will have said this kind of thing. Maybe he would not have taken his pen. He said he hasn't you know. seen this kind of reportage, so maybe he wouldn't have. Well, he's the spokesman now, so. The rest of it there on the daily is to look out for. The Premium Times says Nigerian governor governing state from London is there this morning. Moving on this morning on the Tribune, health workers to begin indefinite strike September 30. The Joint Health Sector Unions, USU, and the Assembly of Healthcare Professional Associations have said members across the country would commence an indefinite strike on Thursday, September 30. The unions also urge the federal government to implement agreements made by the parties. The unions make this known in a statement tagged, We are not strike mongers. Act now on our 15 days fresh strike notice before it is too late and signed by international chairman comrade biobelemoye josiah the statement read we wish to remind the federal government to act before it is too late on our fresh 15 day notice as contained in a communique issued on friday 17 september at the end of the last expanded national executive council meeting the rest of that story is on the tribune this morning health workers to begin indefinite strike september 30. I think about two, three weeks ago, the, the president uh, was uh, talking to the health workers and was telling them that they should try to understand his administration, pledging to, to pay debts owed and salaries. But up till now, even the uh, resident doctors, they are still on strike. And now the Joesu are also threatening another strike. So what is really with this government and honoring agreements? Well, let me put this straight that um, these workers, these health workers, mm. call them nurses, doctors, they won't understand. They would have understood the president better if he had stayed behind to also get treated in Nigeria mm. by these people. Now, um, I'm, I'm using that straightforward because it's at the base of it. And anybody that really loves this country should tell the government to please you are not pleasing these people you are not making them comfortable when you do the needful you are making nigeria comfortable whatever the agreement is if if you really you want to negotiate statements that we've been getting from government officials especially ministers mm. those statements are not encouraging enough it's not enough for anyone to say okay guys uh let's let's calm down they've said they will do this yes we've asked for 10 things they are they are giving us four they are giving us five and we can see from their body language that they are sincere 
they are not mad people. They are also in Nigeria. They also live there. They also have, you know, colleagues who are in various ministries. They know what the finances of the country is. But when you see the body language and the real statement coming out from these officials, it doesn't give anybody any hope. It won't appease any, any mind that has been unrest over this matter. So that's, that's the way I see it. Whatever analysis they want to give us, whatever plea they want to put across, they should not just be talking. They should be seen to be sincere. When that is seen, even members of the public will tell the doctors, ah, but you, you can see the, you know, the way this, these people have been talking mm-hmm. to you. Why not just consider it? Because whether we like it or not, they are not just doctors and nurses. They, they, are, they are family members. Some of them that might be far flung somewhere in the country will also go to some, some other hospitals. So they will also be affected. So let us not always see these people as those who do not have mind or are insensitive. Rather, the government should change the narrative that it's being insensitive to the society. Because I, I'm saying the society, I'm putting it in general now because, you know, we are talking about public health sector. So that's the way the government should. Enough of this, this please and, you know, maybe uh, begging people to, uh, these doctors to understand them. No, they will understand you when they see that you are sincere. Well, the um, stories, uh, they're there on a lot of the dailies. Uh, interestingly, uh, the, uh, the at the time, the health workers, uh, Joesu and some others had a meeting with uh, the federal government. The minister came out to say they had reached some uh, you know, level of agreement. Then the health workers came out that there was no agreement. Yes, some things were said. Uh, 15 uh. days ultimatum stands, and uh, the 15 days uh, will be expiring very soon. Hence, uh, this um, um, statement asking the federal government to take note of it. Uh, the other dailies have the report about uh, the NAD and the NMA. Uh, NAD, NMA to meet uh, federal government uh, hopes to resolve issues are there on uh, some of the other dailies. Uh, speaking health, there's also, I don't know, the report, uh, apparently uh, there's still some uh, talks as uh, regards the situation at the FMCA in Abelkota. I'm sure you followed some of the talks ahead of the reappointment of uh, the CMD mm, there. Mm, mm. Ubani threatens to sue federal government over alleged fraudulent reappointment of Musa Olomo as MD uh, in FMC. Uh, that's uh, the former second vice president of the Nigeria Bar Association, Monday Obani, has threatened to drag the federal government before the court for allegedly renewing the appointment of the MD of the FMCA in Abeokdabur. So Adewale Musalumi despised an indictment against him. Addressing the press conference in Lagos, Obani stated that Professor Olomu, uh, who was appointed the MD of FMCA in 2017, ought not to have his reappointment renewed since he was indicted for age falsification, gross misconduct, and abuse of office by the board of Medi- the medical center two months ago. According to him, he noted that it is unfortunate that Professor Olomo, who has also been investigated uh, by the Nigerian Police FCID and is currently on administrative bill, was not asked to step aside by the Federal Ministry of Health, but was rewarded with renewal of his appointment. He vowed to file a suit against the federal government if the appointment is not reversed. Such action, according to him, negates the principle upon which the current administration under the president claims to stand for. Well, the rest of it, uh, is there to look out for this morning? Uh, says Ubani threatens to sue federal government over alleged fraudulent reappointment of Professor Musa Olomi as MDFMC. <laughs> there. 
uh, this uh, morning. Uh, it's been on and on. Uh, I'm sure it will end somewhere. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, there are quite a number of other stories talking health uh, this uh, morning. I will take a very quick pause and um, get to some other reactions that have been trailing the Northern Governors uh, meeting. Uh, that uh, Remember, they came out to say that there is no compulsory thing as uh, giving power to the South and a couple of other things. They had talks about the value-added tax at uh, the Lagos State Government. Uh, they've uh, answered uh, the Northern Governors. We'll get to that in a moment. Please don't go anywhere. Abel Kuta, congratulations, yo. The hospitality industry leader, don't land for Abel Kuta, yes, Academy Suits. The Babala Hotel, the Wetanda for Ibadan. The cultural capital of Yoruba Landi. Don't open for Abel Kuta Academy Suits. Una home away from home hotel. We get the Ogbonga comfort for we customer. Plus include leisure with proper cleanliness. Na Academy Suit to get arm. Plus include Olympic size swimming pool with security na water tight for our restaurant. You go Baladu Continental and the local food with the chicken money. Everything about Academy Suit na quality. With unbeatable low price to confirm with the talkie for what do match now now to Academy Suit went and bar beside Abadia Central Mosque MKO Abiola Way Abel Kuta Abikukuma they call this number 0817666601 Academy Suit na home away from home <laughs> Number 47, Olusha Gon Shaba Aro. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng. On social media, Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Email SOWKLTD at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Let me go meet them today. Thank you for staying with us. It's Freshly Pressed this beautiful Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abekuta. Moving on, on the Tribune, there's this report. Federal government begins major police reforms, sets annual recruitment targets. The federal government says it has begun major reforms of the Nigeria police force, part of which is an annual recruitment target planned to increase force both numerically and in equipment. President Muhammad Buhari made this known in Port Harcourt during the official commissioning of the Nigeria Police Special Protection Unit Base 6 Omagwa in River State. Speaking through the Vice President Professor Yemi Oshimbaju at the event, Buhari said provision of accommodation for men and officers was an important feature of the reform, saying he had directed that the building of barracks for men and women of the police force should be done in collaboration with the social housing efforts of the Family Homes Fund. The rest of that story is on the Tribune this morning. Federal government begins major police reforms, set annual recruitment targets. 
I remember during the uh, NSAS protest, we we're talking about uh, the police welfare. How 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 this uh, this men leave their welfare in, in general and. Um, the, uh, the the vice president at this event uh, made mention of the fact that the welfare of the policemen is also a major challenge when we talk about the security architecture in the country well the the, the, the number one thing about welfare you know for 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 the police if you look at housing you know as as one is um is in bad shape you know if you want to know how how the police suffer just just go around their barracks mm. anywhere you find them and you really pity them you pity their family members and um, it's unfortunate that it's still it's still this same set of people that we expect you know to be above board in society um they have guns they have bullets they have the uniform even when you, they don't have arms and ammunition they have that uniform that represents authority you know, and all that. And they, they, they don't seem to live well, except for those who have scaled up the ladder, you know, to become officers. And officers even have, you know, a keda. And when you are unfortunate to belong to that lower keda, you know, it's, it's, not, it's nothing palatable at all. So if they want to pick it up from there, it's good. But... Uh, I don't know how the, this housing deficit that they have with, among the police, how they really want to solve it. Look at it, for instance, even when they are posted out of their normal base, official basis for special duties. If you, during the election, for, for, for instance, you see policemen sleeping in trucks. Some of them sleeping under trucks in front of police headquarters, everywhere they are just scattered all over you think you see them not taking their bath in the morning they just look for you know water somewhere they already have their toothbrush toothpaste just to freshen up that's the kind of thing we subject them to so when they get on the road they get on that assignment that also affects the psyche the way they they deal with members of the public i'm not saying that should be a motivation or a reason for policemen to misbehave but you can't remove this from you know the way they react to issues not all of them we have that mental maturity you know to handle you know difficult situations especially when they are pressed you know against members of the public so it's the government that must do this and thank god is the vice president speaking i hope it will, it will not go or just pass for another talk show because we've heard of many of uh, this kind of statement before but little have been seen to have been done so why you recruit more policemen you should know the needs you know how many policemen you have you know the housing needs they have you know that they need to wear good uniform you know well dressed and all that what do you do they buy they, they buy kits for themselves so when we are talking about housing here it is just one of those items you know on the welfare list that should be taken care of Anyway, uh, that report is there on The Guardian as well. Federal government plans re-equipment, increasing security personnel to tackle rising insecurity. I should very quickly mention, uh, yesterday we uh, did talk about uh, stirring The Guardian. Uh, the headline said, 
our soldiers sell arms to survive in Northeast uh, by the naval officer. And we were uh, talking about, um, you know, the fact that before now we've heard that there's a paucity of um, arms and ammunition for our military men uh, com- compared to what we heard at that um, hearing that um, some were even selling arms. Uh, it turned out uh, that uh, the uh, spoke the uh, the person who spoke for the Nigerian Navy, Commodore Jamila Malafa, was actually talking about uh, countries uh, around us. Talk about she was talking about countries like Niger, mm-hmm. uh, saying that their military that such countries had no armories, so you could find military officers with a lot of arms and ammunition given to them, and they sell. And you know they're close to the northeast and all of that, just not to. Uh, mix it up uh, with the Nigerian uh, Navy or the Nigerian military. Uh, just uh, offer that clarification uh, because of the um, conversation we had yesterday. Well, it's there on The Guardian uh, to look out for. Uh, the uh, punch uh, this morning. Northern governors under fire over silence as Kaduna death toll eats 51. There's also uh, let Supreme Court decide on VAT. Lagos tells Northern governors are there this uh, morning to look out for the Lagos State government. Uh, they have said only the Supreme Court has the right to settle the question of whether states or the federal government should collect VAT. The Commissioner for Information and Strategy, Ben Gamontosha, said this on Tuesday in reaction to a statement made by a Northern Governor's firm rejecting the collection of VAT by states. He said, I think what the Northern Governors are trying to do is confuse administrative convenience with constitutionality. First, let me say that they have a right to their opinion. It's all a matter of free speech. But beyond the debate, there is the constitutionality of it, which the Supreme Court is being asked to make a pronouncement on. No matter the sentiment that anybody may have, the question remains. And this is what the Supreme Court is being asked to look into. Who has the authority to collect VAT? Is it the federal government or the state? And until there is a pronouncement on that, it is wrong for anybody to just give his administrative convenience for constitutionality. In other words, the Supreme Court only has the right to settle the question we should collect VAT. The question is not whether it is convenient or not. Because if something is not convenient, that should not make that should not take away the constitutionality of it, and it is this constitutionality that the Supreme Court is asked to pronounce on. The rest of it is there on the punch uh, this morning. Let Supreme Court decide on VAT. Lagos tells Northern Governors. I was saying yesterday that yes, the Northern Governor said there's going to be subsidies to talk about it, but they gave their subtle opinion as to what they think. And uh, Mr. Matosha is here saying. Uh, the question before the court is, is it constitutional? Uh, no one is going to ask the court whether double taxation will arise from it or whether states have the machinery to collect it or whether you know states can collect it effectively. It is. Is it constitutional that FRS are the ones collecting it or should it be the state collecting uh, unfortunately it? Unfortunately for the antagonists, you know, uh, to Rivers and uh, Lagos State Governments, uh, the Supreme Court will not be moved by the, the sentiment of do, the double taxation. Um, that will be rearranged at another level. But this level must be taken care of first um, because um, that might be the beginning of many rearrangements that we are going to have. Then the National Assembly will have to get busy, you know, to, to rearrange some things, you know, in, in the Constitution. But this one, like um, the gentleman has said, <laughs> allow the Supreme Court to do its job. Um, whatever anybody is saying here now will be subjudiced because the matter is there before them. So let the, 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 the laws that are there, let them interpret what you have in the Constitution. That's the job 
you know of the judiciary and uh, they should be allowed to do their job nobody should try to any analysis anybody is doing now will just be academic mm. so uh, we have to look we uh, wait for that legal interpretation of verdict and the nation moves on from then and if anybody is not interested change the law uh, the hope, of course, is that uh, it will, the um, judgment uh, will come uh, quickly uh, from the court because uh, this is a matter that has been, uh, you know, dragging on for It might not for, come quickly because, because the, 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 the justices, they, they, at their various level, also have to, you know, sift through, you know, the papers themselves to really know, you know, w- where their stand should be. You know, so it's, it's not something we need to rush. Let them take their time. And give a verdict. And you know when the Supreme Court speaks, that's final. Mm. Uh, I thought uh, with the Supreme Court, of course, uh, they lost uh, one of their justices yesterday. Justice Samuel Eseji uh, died yesterday at uh, 67. Uh, his death was confirmed by the Supreme Court. Um, uh, prayer is that uh, his uh, family, the nation actually, because uh, he's uh, been serving the nation, uh, the nation uh, as a 40 years he the loss and that is so rest in peace. Nigeria's Supreme Court confirms death of Judge Samuel Oseji. Uh, is there on a couple of the dailies this morning, the Premium Times uh, with our report. It's not, it's not even up to a year, mm. you know, mm. that he was appointed. Mm. Is there uh, to look out for. Uh, federal government releases fresh debtors list November 77 oil firms owe 2.66 trillion naira is there on the punch is on the law of the dailies and many of the dailies well the report on the point comes with the rider firms fail to remit petroleum profit tax income tax education tax VAT, others uh, then uh, the law of the dailies uh, the guardian the premium times uh, the pen pushing newspapers as well uh, they're looking at the story from the angle of we're borrowing a lot and we have 2.6 trillion naira that is owed by some individuals or some companies, um, rather, is there on uh, many of the dailies uh, this uh, morning uh, to look out for. Uh, the federal government, they have expressed readiness to go after these funds. Uh, the indebtedness of 77 oil and gas companies to the federal government is now 2.66 trillion naira. That's according to the Nigeria Extractive Industries Transparency Initiative, NATI. Nature's executive secretary, Oji Ogbunaya Oji, who said this in Abuja while speaking on the status of the EIT implementation in Nigeria, said the 77 firms carried out the operations across the country. Uh, it was gathered that NATI would publish fresh list of indebted oil firms that would give anti-corruption agencies, including the FCC, uh, to go after uh, the defaulting organizations. When I heard you explain that the 2.66 trillion naira debt arose from failure to remit petroleum profit tax, company income tax, education tax, value added tax, withholding tax, royalty, and concession on rentals. He explained that the total liabilities of the 77 companies were captured in the agency's 2019 independent audit report of the oil and gas sector. Uh, the rest of it is on the punch. Uh, in this part of the world, we've always spoken about how uh, it is uh, the big companies and all that try to find a way to evade or avoid taxes, uh, whatever term you decide to give to it or whatever term uh, is appropriate for what they do. Uh, but uh, you'd also one has, also has to look at the corruption angle of it because some have pointed out that uh, what happens uh, in a lot of places where tax avoidance or tax evasion has happened is that uh, someone might have been settled in the back door allowing these companies to not pay these taxes because it is impossible that they've not paid and no one has asked them all this while. Uh, well, you have two issues there. One is, one is, um, one is a criminal offense. Mm. When you evade tax, you know, uh, you, there's a way you can avoid 
you know, paying certain things. If um, you you are smart enough to know some things to do, that will not uh, make you a criminal. Uh, but you know, like we said, the, the the big ones amongst us always have you know a way of um, either evading or avoiding, whichever way they do. But um, I I will talk more about um, tax evasion that a lot of them have been doing. And there is no way they will have been able to do that without the connivance of tax officials. You know, some of them might even give advice, you know, to, to these people on what to do so that they, they will not pay certain taxes that they should pay. So it's, it's one of the things we are talking about. The, the, this corruption, this big tree called corruption, you, you know, when you check the branches and the leaves that are on some of these uh, branches, you see a lot. Mm. And uh, for, for you to get down to it and begin to uproot it, well, it, it's what should be the business of any government that, that really want to do it. it. It's going to be difficult because uh, we didn't get here one night. We will not get out of it. You know, it, just like that, waking up in the morning and you have no corruption anymore. The human nature itself is corrupt. That's where you have laws, you have rules, you have regulations, you have government to make sure that some people who want to display their innate corrupt uh, um, attributes. Uh, yes, you know, you know, will be will be bent towards yes or tendencies bent towards doing the right thing. And there's this a report on many of the dailies this morning. The federal government approves radio licenses for 157 radio stations and television stations is on the Tribune and many of the dailies this morning. Uh, the publishing newspapers, they've got it as well. Says uh, FG approves uh, 159, that's what they say actually, 159 new radio television stations. A lot of licenses approved by the president. Uh, there's a lot of talks we've made about uh, the survival of a lot of media houses. I don't know. And we are lucky to be one of them. Well, yes, yes. That's in Kaifele mm. Limited. Yes. Uh, okay. Let's talk to you this morning. 0815-432-1079. 0815-432-1079. Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live. Good morning. I'm lucky to be a first corner this morning. What should tell us another review station that I'll be approved for Fresh FM? We want to know this morning. <laughs> you have to tell you, us. You will soon know. Don't worry. Are you uh, aware of the Oshogbo? But we have more I'm coming. Aware of Oshogbo. Yes, yes, don't so worry. Watch out, bro. Maybe <laughs> one maybe one is coming to Ojodu, you don't know. Please, uh, we need one. <laughs> the problem, the problem is the problem is the road to get to. Aha, <laughs> so. Oh, oh. Oh, they're going to Talk to us. Talk to us. Good morning. Good uh, morning. Good morning. Please, Mr. Samson. Yes, sir. I know you are a journalist and I know you know your job. These CIT uh, issues, it has been with Nigeria for a very long time. I don't know if I'm correct. Yes, you are. The late military president, General Sonia Basha, also had issues with CIT. And I could remember during the time of Jonathan Chief, also had problems with them. Look, that reminds me when I was so small. My father would tell me, Solomon, if you say all the time people they look for your trouble, now you get trouble for body. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do try again, all right? Good morning. 
sorry. Uh, you'd have to try again. Zero eight one five four three two one zero seven nine. Good morning to you. Good morning. Hello. Good, uh, good morning, Mr. Wali. And Mr. Something. Good morning. Morning, sir. I'm Taufiko Lajibi. My contribution this morning. Let me start from Ugo State because this is my state. And secondly, because I believe so much in Dr. Pagodo, I voted for him with the hope that he's going to bring the kind of change we are expecting in Ugo State. And just like Wari uh, has disappointed me, I'm getting so disappointed about that too. You see, why? It's um, the past government treated the workers so badly, and we thought that was coming to do the correction. No. Look at the situation of state is now. This, the governor is not in state. The deputy is not. The number three is not. So how do you now expect him to correct all the wrongs J- which the department has done to us? That is for the governor. Then on the uh, north, versus south, I mean the governor. I think the Netherlands, we believe we have the measures. So with the Sutherland, we have our brain. Let's start using we've established over time that the brains are scattered across the country very present everywhere so uh, to make it seem like uh, the brains are in just one place because i, I wouldn't want us to uh, suggest that the brains are in one place <laughs> and not in the other the brains are everywhere as we've seen uh, in some cases hello good morning hello good morning good morning Good morning, Samson. Morning, sir. I miss my name. I'm calling from Abokuta this morning. Now, when some of us are saying that um, President Buhari is not really the major problem of this country, look at what me in particular, what I have been saying, is that the problem is amongst us. How do you listen to what the spokesperson or the commissioner for information the way he was addressing president tomorrow if they change party the story will change how do you explain the people behind the strike that that caused the strike i'm not blaming those who are going on strike those who are supposed to put one or two things in place and they refuse to put it in place do you expect Mr. President all alone to do that? The governor agreed he's not in town. Those who are supposed to take charge after him, are they doing what they are supposed to do? My brothers, the problem of this country is beyond just one man. It takes you and I, your brother, my brother, my sister, your uncle, your auntie, to fix this country. It's not the system. It is the individual. Except each and every one of us plays our part. We, we won't get to where we, we, we want to get to.
Good morning. Sure. Good morning. Thank you very much. That's an interesting uh, contribution. 0815-432-1079. Facebook very quickly uh, before we go back to the phone line. Akorede Kamil Adebaye, nothing justifies calling journalists those unpredictable names. His reaction is enough to guess something is up in the air. Elijah Dushile must remember he made the name he's using today in journalism. He won't be the spokesperson to the governor forever. Sanitarian Aikyola Luarantimi says, Federal government should please answer our health workers. It's becoming unbearable. Nigerians who are at the receiving end are those that will suffer from this strike. Because when they suffer from any ailment, they have no funds to travel out of the country. Unlike those in power, the federal government should answer Joesu. Well, he's suggesting he wouldn't be the spokesperson if he had been doing some nonsense reportage all the years. This is a political appointment. <laughs> it's not a professional appointment. Please. When, when you say about... Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, poli- it's political. But based on how good he has been... Well, you can base it on anything. Mm. It's purely political. Good morning. Good morning, Chiyo. Good morning, sir. On Lucky Line is my name. Talk Calling from Koto You see, for gov- the governor not transmitting power to his uh, deputy or any other person while he is on absence, an uh, action should be taken by the constitution. Or what type of um, action could be taken against such governor? But this is because of the or the governor, and no action is being taken. I am suggesting that that constitution should be reviewed on immunity on the head of governor so that it can move forward. That is just my suggestion on that. Thank you. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Okay. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay. Um, the lot of your... Okay, uh, very quickly, let's hope uh, this uh, comes out fine. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, good, morning. From good morning, everybody. Um, my take on this uh, is the fact that uh, the indefinite strike, I will join them in Moscow because let me give you this for free. A particular hospital in Lagos is um, being on uh, primary owing the people they borrowed or probably bought some equipment, mm. some money to the tune of billions of naira. And some patients, a particular patient that I know, I uh, was taken there for medical care. I won't name that hospital. Okay. Couldn't provide oxygen, outside of produce for the parents for that particular of death of death to go and then have the left that was given to go and borrow money to buy uh, that 50,000 naira and every two hours they spend 50,000 naira so what why should we now be calling on uh, US not to go on strike I think go on strike because Wari himself said traveled outside the country they tried that he was not seen himself to probably keep himself in crisis you see I'm asking him, is he qualified to be a leader? Is any governor also qualified to be a leader with what they are giving to Nigerians today? I'm asking okay. us. So thank you All very right. much. 
All right, thank you. Uh, very quickly, as we wrap things up this uh, morning, Akim Abdul Salam says the standard of uh, quality governance in Ogun State is being dragged to its lowest level by the first three citizens in the state with their simultaneous absence from office. This is disheartening, and these state actors should put their house in order for the welfare of the good people of the state. Bami Dilegdo says, Good morning, uh, Fresh FM. Mr. Akindele, do we actually have government in Ogun State? This man is just running Ogun State like his personal business. I think those who put him there are watching. Because I'll be surprised if he wins the second term. He has, uh, well, the people put him there. He says, however, the opposition has gone to sleep and they are all silent. I noticed that none of the opposition are talking. Well, the PDP, Ah, they've been talking. Somebody talked and they Mm. said uh, he didn't have pedigree. He said they all kept quiet. Oshoba is not talking. Daniel is not talking. I'm also to keep quiet. What a (laughs) narrant. <laughs> Those <laughs> ones are not. Anyway, Mr. Nancy used to say, You don't talk when you're eating. It's called table manners. It's so shameful. But it's a long one. It goes on and on. It goes on and on. We'd have to leave it there uh, this uh, morning. Uh, some of uh, the contributions. Thank you. And uh, thank you for a lot of you sent in um, uh, your messages. Thank you very much. Highly appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. Akdele, for your thoughts this morning. Thank you for having me. God bless Nigeria. Wale Bakar is my name. Thank you for your time this morning. Enjoy your Wednesday. Good morning. My name is Omoye Madisui. Enjoy your day. Fresh FM, Abel Kuta, 107.9. Fresh FM, 107.9. Abel Kuta. Fresh 107.9 FM. Professionalism nurtured by experience. Onto Keriri, Keriri, Omilutiti. Fresh 107.9 FM la beoluma. Wangbolo ke lala, egbalawa, ilwa beoluma.